Previously on Critically Stupid. <coughs> Bienvenue, Power Bottoms. My name is Gareth, and I'm here to recap last week's episode. I know you don't really need to recap uh, or to hear a recap of last week's episode because you have it committed to memory, but I have a gun to my head and I'm being told to do so against my will. Now, uh, if you remember, we escaped from the Xanathar Guild uh, with two children. Uh, they were Joseph and Tilly. Joseph requested that we help find his brother, Bobby, and we were like, okay, fine, we'll help find your brother. We're not, you know, CPS, but we're not going to say no to a child. That would be rude. Uh, anyway, we go into Romalia Haventree's house. Um, we send the kids into the kitchen to get grilled cheese and tomato soup. Fill our bellies. You know, we deserved a long rest, specifically. Uh, as, they, as they returned from the kitchen, uh, Joseph mentioned that, you know, he's a child. He forgets things. It might be a little difficult to actually locate Bobby because he doesn't go by his um, first name. He goes by the middle name Bobby or Robert. His first name is actually Tim. Bum, bum, bum! Uh, out of character here. Diana fucking swished that guess out of nowhere. It was kind of insane. Uh, anyway. After that revelation, we sent a s smoke signal you up to Devil Star Song to see if he was interested in potentially taking the Divine Meliora out to dinner. Luckily, Devil Stardong uh, uh, graciously accepted and did not send any charcoal drawings of his penis. Uh, as they were having dinner, we, we being Arnold and, Arnold and I, were keeping watch. I, doing something very sneaky with a classic newspaper, and I, of course I cut eye holes in it so I could see what was going on. Never been done before. And Arnold, rarely, being somehow even more sneaky, disguised himself as a crab. Uh, and was out busking on the street as crabs are unknown to do. He was not singing any copyrighted songs, whether it be by Disney or Beatty Carey. Um, Beatty Carey? <laughs> yeah, whatever. After their lovely dinner, uh, they took a walk down to the harbor where Devil Stardong showed off his star boat. He mentioned that after Sylvie had uh, burnt it to the water, uh, he had it rebuilt, new and improved, to withstand invaders. Uh, which, I... Pfft, you're right. Sure I think if anybody deserves to be haunted, it's Garion. I feel like I'd be a great candidate because I feel like me and the ghost would just kind of be chill. Like, I'm not a very confrontal or aggressive person, so like... Confrontal? I don't you need gotta, any it. of your goddamn shit. To, this is me not being confrontal. I don't need any <laughs> of your goddamn... <laughs>
What's going on, everybody? Welcome to your soon-to-be world-famous Dungeons & Dragons Real Play Comedy Podcast, Critically Stupid. I am Alexander James, but I'm first going to throw it to my main gremlin, goblin, and ghoulie himself, Gary and Gary, and welcome to the show. Uh, hey, everybody. It's my first time here. Uh, my name is Song So Me, and I play Gareth the Rogue. And uh, my favorite part of last episode was just all of it. It was so good. I remember it in perfect clarity every moment. Um, I think genuinely, though, what I really liked was when I believe it was me and Anthony were just making a goddamn mess of things. <laughs> but David was just like, what a beautiful parade. <laughs> uh, Anthony, please. I'm Anthony. I play Arnold the Bard. My favorite part of the last episode was, um, well, I had a few favorite parts, but one was when uh, we were talking about the giant apple float. And uh, and first, Alex was like, he enjoyed that. And then he started talking about like the various holes. He started <laughs> specifically like mentioning holes. And I was like, I, I like, yeah, it's all about sin. So sure, let's get into these holes, I guess. Um, that was, that was get fantastic. into these holes, I guess. <laughs> yeah. um, but I also, I love the fact that Alex's face when I was like, I would like to, as a giant anthropomorphic uh, <laughs> crab, I would like to stealthily, stealthily. run the boat and jump at this, this ship. Uh, and he's like, no, sir, I can't, you can't do this. Stealthily. But I was like, no, 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 I want to do it stealthily, not for them, but for them. And he's like, oh, that makes more sense. I was like, this is Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> Successful like making it up. That's right. All you um, got to do is gaslight the dungeon master. Exactly, every time. Diana. Uh, hi, my name is Diana. I play Mel. I have the wolf pup Joshua Patrick, Josh Pat JPZ. Uh, my favorite part of last episode was obviously when I figured out the thing that was, that's the highlight of my life right there. I have peaked and and I will never Diana's last show, everyone. Um, she did so well last episode, she had to move to a second location for this one. <laughs> she literally like excelled out of her background. Leveled up. Yeah, and then I doxed her too, which was awkward. <laughs> um, I am uh, Alexander James. I'm the Dungeon Master. I'm your friendly neighborhood wheelchair guy. I know all about uh, wheelchairs and the various titanium rods that they make them with and the screws that they use, which is really cool. Um, Name one. One of the screws? Hex. Any. Say again? Hex. Prove it. Go get your wheelchair. <laughs> <laughs> If you're the wheelchair guy, you clearly must have some lying around. I'm in wheelchair manufacturing. Ah, uh, my bad. <laughs> That's fine. Um, we have some fantastic guests in the studio with us today. Uh, if you are watching on YouTube, you've already seen them. If you are listening on Spotify, um, you're about to hear the dulcet tones of uh, producer Sean. Producer Sean, welcome to the show. Hi, everybody. Um, my name is Sean Holden. I play Sean the Gorilla. And my favorite part of last week's episode, let me see, it was when Doc Brown's family was on the flying locomotive and one of his sons slyly pointed at his crotch. Bizarre. Absolutely bonkers. I mean, like, you, you would really think that, like, the production value of the, of the movie would suffer for it, but it really kept it up in tip top. Yeah. Amazingly, that was their best take. You should have seen what he pointed to otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, also on our show is uh, the wonderful Daniel. Daniel, welcome. Uh, hi, guys. My name's uh, Dank, and I play Daniel, the gnome, on, uh, on on this episode. I'm very excited to be here. Um, my favorite part of the last episode, I'll, I'll be honest, I didn't see this twist coming. 
uh, it's when Arnold the Bard actually put on a very sensual and emotional striptease for the entire group and, and sing in falsetto the entire time, which I did not expect him to be able to do. And the fact that it was half the episode too was crazy. Yeah, it was like it was like thirty-eight runtime minutes, and you, I, I, I did think about stopping him sort of halfway through, but I mean, it was beautiful. Like I felt I, encouraged. Yeah, it brought tears to my eyes. I'm not cutting Goofy. this. I'm not cutting a second out. Of not it. a second. Not a second. <laughs> and then, of course, rounding out uh, the magnificent trio of guests we have, it is Dinosaurus. Dina, hi, welcome. Hi, I'm Dinosaurus. I play a half elf named Dina. And my favorite part of the episode was when we found out who is really impersonating Britney Spears. <gasps> God, what? Miley Cyrus. It was crazy. Gasp. Conspiracy corner with Dina, everybody. Okay. Um, so before we jump into the episode and the improv warm up, um, I believe you three are also podcasters. Am I, am I getting that right? I don't, I've never. Well, two Loosely. of us are. Daniel just shows up sometimes. Damn. Yeah, I'm just here to ride coattails. I do as little actual work as possible. Me too, Daniel. We record yeah, things and we, boy. we make them available online for a small section of the internet that seems to care. Well, where, um, can, where can this section of the internet find you? Because I'm sure they're <clears throat> desperate to know. YouTube.com slash at DMIW podcast. We're called Don't Make It Weird. And we focus on uh, the writing community specifically as a comedy podcast. We uh, laugh, we drink, we uh, talk shit and uh, discuss writing. So check it out. And, and the flat earth. That, that's a huge part of our show is the flutter. It's a very, very minimal part of our show that we've talked about. And Avril about. Levine. We actually oh, okay. have talked. Yeah, we, we do focus a, a lot on Avril Levine. We we did talk a little bit before you guys came on, and we did promise to not make it weird. Just just we, for you. We're all going to try our absolute damnedest I'm to out. not make it weird. That being said, how do you guys feel about what's going on in the Middle East? Let's well, get everyone's yeah, full opinion on that. So uncomfortable. <laughs> 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 All right. um, well, I, I really don't think that enough national teams are qualifying for the Daniel, World Cup. Daniel, Daniel, really... I need you yeah. when you talk to like do this or something. <laughs> <laughs> like your mouth isn't moving and it's like a cheap, out. like a cheap yeah. Kmart garden like, accessory. Yeah. I need you to yeah. sort of bomb. I need you just like something's got to happen here because my my brain is like, who's speaking? Something is amiss. <laughs> All right. Let's do an improv uh, cold open. We are going to focus on an aspect of the show, uh, and that is we're going to build a shitty church guy together. So right off the rip, we're going to go to somebody whose skill set is, ab is absolutely strongest at this. Diana, what's his name? Why do you hate me? That's a weird <laughs> name, but let's take it. That's so, that is fucked up, bro. Okay, I mean, hey. Why, why don't, don't you just use Bill's names? Because I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, to he this might be a villain. <laughs> Created. <laughs> you I, might I lose it bring that bring that on to to my team um he, he's fuck um his his name um it's it's cushy punch cushy punch cushy okay punch. is it you one is it your one... fucking weed pen didn't you? <laughs> not a sponsor you did that thing where you looked around the room <laughs> cushy is, same thing. is it one word bestie or is it cushy space punch or hyphenated one but it's capitalized okay all right all right, so we've got a uh, cushy punch. Uh, Anthony, to what church does cushy punch subscribe to? Um, okay. The church of Derdelia. It's Derdelia. where- Derdelia. Yep. 
Daredelia. It's like an extremist church where they 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 want to you know do the the they, they it's like they're all about Mountain Dew and Red Bull and like X Games. Oh yeah, extreme, 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 okay. extreme worship. Church. It's, it's so they they want to get as high as they can, as close to the heavens as they can, like as far as they. And okay. it's spelled it's spelled extreme. There's no e. It's a so t, what... but it's like on its side. You know, nice. it's it's a cross, but it's like this instead. But it's fallen. Oh, it's fallen, fallen cross church. Fallen. That's actually pretty good. Uh, what's the name of it again, uh, Anthony? One more time. Daredelia. No. Daredelia. Daredelia. Uh Garion, how did Cushy Punch come to his come to his ill-gotten gains? Um, you know what? So he used to be a drug dealer and he was really addicted to a lot of drugs, but then he 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 found God, but uh-huh. God in the metaphorical quotation mark kind of sense. Um, and then through that he became uh the priest and then just started fucking hemorrhaging the church for money. Just dipping his p- filthy paws into the collection bins. Okay. But putting on a real sympathetic show to get that money. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. I hate this dude. Uh, producer Sean, where where does Cushy Punch, archdeacon of the Church of Daredelia, keep his ill-gotten gains? Oh, easy. He, he uh, designed a complicated puzzle in the floorboards of the Ooh, church. Okay. Um, it's kind of like one of those, you know, those puzzles where you have to shift around one part to move another one. Oh mm-hmm. yeah. Traffic like jam. Square. Yeah. Like traffic jam. And, uh, yeah, if oh, you move wow. all the, the planks in the right direction in the right orientation, it will open up a secret hatch in the floor. Is it That's the right. entire floor though? Like the whole, no, it's just one it? part of the floor. And when, when no, the puzzle just... isn't, when the puzzle isn't solved, it just looks like normal floorboards. So you would have no idea. Wait, but if the puzzle, wouldn't there be at least one spot missing to be able to move things around at all? You have to pull one plank out oh, to open like up that open spot, uh, and then you... It's actually perfect because the floor of the average church is all sort of like mosaic stone anyway, so a pe- there is no such thing as like a piece out of place. Hell yeah, Fantastic. Alex, now make okay. that puzzle. Uh, God, Go I'm ahead. Fucking, I'm fucking working on it. Hang on. Um, <laughs> okay, Dina, why does Cushy Punch, Archdeacon of the Church of Dardalia, deserve to be robbed? um because he's been taking from all of the no wait that was the the other person that was taking all the money wasn't it shit okay no, um I mean, you've, you've got it right cushy punch is taking money but in addition to that because like obviously he's not a good person so like why does he why does he deserve to be robbed outside of stealing because when from... he first came to town he um he saw this like kid, like a homeless beggar, orphan child, whatever, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. on the side of the road, and he um, took his all of his all the kid's money and um, left him for dead on the side of the road. So yeah, I'm picturing this guy that's just like, please, sir. He has like a cup, please. And then, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> just take it, punch it, grab the cup and run. Just drop kick this kid. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, fantastic. Doing the punch orphans. Yeah. And then uh, rounding us out, Daniel, we've got Cushy Punch, the archdeacon of the Church of Dardalia, who keeps his ill-gotten gains that he has taken from punching orphan children in the face uh, in the floor of his church beneath a secret floor puzzle that works like traffic jam. What is his prize piece of treasure that he keeps in his hoard? What's the one thing that he cherishes most? It is a magical item. It has been enchanted by a long lost sorcerer. And this item 
is a looking glass that has a very specific ability. This looking glass allows him to see the feet of any person that he thinks of. Okay. The That's Quentin amazing. Tarantino mirror. Okay, Google, show me these guys' balls, please. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fantastic. Um, we're gonna we're gonna put a pin in that in and uh Cushy Punch's church hoard. And we're gonna open not on my band of ding-dongs, which is normally where we open uh, an episode, but we're going to open it on a different band of ding-dongs. Daniel, Dina, and Sean, you are sitting in the dark, hollow recesses of a parade float, hearing it rattle and slam around you as you go down the cobblestone uh, pathways of this of the city of Waterdeep. It has been many hours since you have last seen the sun because you guys crawled in here following uh, Dina's harebrained theories in the dead of night and now find yourselves some hours later starting to see skeins of daylight um illuminate the inside of this uh float middle just enough to see each other how are you guys doing i'm fed up with daniel i asked if that was a self-insert we're very good at those yeah I am also fed up with Daniel, for the record. That's you know how fucking me too. Sorry, Daniel. How but... dare you, sir? <laughs> Everybody now. It's all just it's all just crumbling around your ears, Daniel. Yeah, I had, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's no fault of your own. That's fair. That's so Dina is Dina is fed up with Daniel. Daniel, how are you feeling? Hey, can I ask just like a quick out of character thing? When we're just doing like this part where it's not actually dialogue, are we supposed to be in accent or yes, am no. I just talking like myself? Every time. You can you can just you can just talk like yourself. Because apparently I'm the only motherfucker who dared to try for a character voice. I beg your pardon. <laughs> yeah, I have a character voice, but I get it. No, and Arnold just sounds excited. And Anthony, you also kind of just are like a happy person. Sound you sound happy all the time. Appreciate that. Okay. You may be very good at lying, but you just like <laughs> are an upbeat guy to be around. I appreciate that. Uh, so my guy is sitting very happily right now. Uh, I have been just sitting just with a smile on my. I'm oh, sorry. I've been sitting with just a smile on my face and uh, just kind of hanging out. I'm I'm not bothered at all. I'm actually having a great time right now. Okay. Okay. Producer Sean. Um, Sean is tired and a bit annoyed. Um, the the float is a bit of a squeeze for uh, his large frame, so he's kind of hunched over on himself and waiting for Dina to finish whatever the hell she's trying to do. Speaking of which, Dina, what are you doing? Um, I am trying to steal a thingy from a float <laughs> okay from the top of one of the floats okay magical item which float is it on uh, i don't remember okay that's fine you you, you are looking up. for a magical item on top of a float we can leave it there that's perfectly fine okay a root so, beer float <laughs> motherfucker <laughs> uh as this parade winds through the streets, uh, your float stops here and there, presumably uh, to be cheered at by the children and adults gathered at this parade to watch uh, what you can only assume to be delightful, family-friendly uh, floats that everybody will enjoy, from the teeniest tots to the most senior of elders. Um, definitely super family-friendly and nothing odd about it. No and ass. As 
the float that you are on stops one more time. This one, it, it hesitates for a little bit longer than the other stops. Presumably you, you imagine you're at like a junction of some big streets, a lot of kids screaming and waving at this float. Everybody's enjoying it. And then you hear, th God damn. Yeah, just I'm like adding that. to the ambiance. Thank you. Um, you hear three cop knocks on the bottom of your float underneath your feet. Slam, slam, slam. Hey guys, we should open the door, right? Like, like that seems exciting. We should open that. Hang on. I don't pause. think we should open it. Wait, pause. When you are speaking as your character, you do have to do your character. Correct. Voice. Oh, sorry. <clears throat> Gentlemen, why don't we go ahead and see what's underneath the, the float, please? I think this could be a lots of fun. I'm fucking bored. I'm not too keen on visitors. And would reach down and open the door anyway, peek through. Okay. You open do you do you swing it open, producer Sean, or just, just enough to like see through? How cautious are we being? Swing it open. Okay. Fuck you yeah. swing this trap door open. And you can tell that the, the seam of it is actually very cleverly hidden in the floorboards. If you weren't looking for it, you would very, you'd be hard pressed to find the latch that swings it open, but you do. And immediately you're hit with the scent of an open sewer. And a cheerful gap toothed grin looking up at you from the darkness as a, what I can only describe as a bespeckled nerd pokes his head fully into the bottom of this float and says in his character voice that I have to redo because Daniel stole my original one. Hello, hello. Oh, hey, you, uh, you know who I was expecting? My name's, uh, uh, Rickard. Rickard, do you have, tell me that you got the fantasy weed that I ordered. Ah, oh, he's a charmer, huh? Hey, the float's gonna be going quick in, in just a second. Let me, uh, let me, I gotta hop up in there. Just scooch, just scooch a little bit. You, yeah, you with the beard. Just, can I get in there just a little bit? I, I hear what you're saying, lad, but I'd really like to make it clear that unless you got fantasy weed for me, I'm not fucking moving. Drugs, 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 drugs. You didn't even bring your jong. Um, I assume you're the operator. Yeah, 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 that's me. Uh, I fully lost the accent that I started this with, not not 25 seconds ago. But yeah, that's me. I'm the operator. Yeah, it's a weird. Say, weird way say to... hello in every sentence, and then we'll get it. Hello, hello. Yeah, that is. That is. What a trick. What a trick that is. Hey, it's me, the operator. Yeah, I've got uh, the goods and the stuff and the and the stash. Uh, that this hello, this person. <laughs> This sounds like the perfect. most under cop, undercover cop ever. I got the drugs. I got the stash. I got the goodies. I mean, what else could you need? I got the cocaines. Now listen, I'm I'm not I'm not packing the the puff. I, I believe is what your mate's referencing. But I do need to get into this float post haste because it's it's the the schedule is tight. The window is only a couple of seconds. And actually, as he is speaking, you can feel um, this float start to rumble as presumably the horses dragging it start clopping their way down the street. Well, there's not much room in here. Uh, I guess I can move. Dina, move. No, I'm going to kick this move. guy out. Dina. Okay. I'm um, not letting him in. <laughs> okay, how are you? Okay, so he disappears into the darkness of this open tunnel uh, behind you. And can I get three perception checks from you very quickly? 
Do you roll uh, a Dina, Dina, you're going to roll a d20, and you're going to add four to it. 19. Very good. 13. Daniel? Uh, 17. Okay. Uh, Sean and Daniel, you notice that the sewer that this float is paused over has ragged holes punched into it to form what this this figure is speaking to you out of. This is not a intentional sewer entrance or exit. Uh, and this figure comes back from the darkness and hucks up a burlap sack full of stuff into the into the insides of your float. And uh, Okay, so Dina, how are you going to prevent this person from getting in the float? Let's get specific here. I was going to stab him. You're going to stab him. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Nothing more specific than that. All right. So he uh, sort of hauls, he like puts his hands up and sort of like hauls himself until he's like chest up into your float. Um, I think he's he's saying like, wow, it's a bit weird that, that <clears throat> Captain Stossong sent, sent strangers. And then you're going to roll Dina uh, to stab somebody, you're going to roll a d20 again, and you're going to add four to it. 11. Fuck. Okay. Um, uh, you should have a d4. It's a triangle. Little triangle dice. Little pyramid. Yeah. Roll that Not bad boy. Butt butt. Add three to it. 13. 13. Nope. A D4 has four sides, Dina. Yeah. Oh, 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 oh. If you were at 13 on a D4, I would have been flabbergasted. Nine. <laughs> okay. I don't think the math works. No, it's, it's, a, no. It, it's got four sides. I had four to it, right? Three to it. Oh, okay. Eight. Okay. If you, if you did add four to it and somehow still got nine, it has five sides. Yeah. Also, it's how did you get... Uh, it's the little triangle dice. It's the little triangle dice. It looks like that one. It's a pyramid. Right. It has four sides. Yes. So how so the fuck did you get five? Sides means four how numbers. How did you get a five on it, Dina? There's only three numbers on mine. No, there's... There, at every point, there's a different number. Don't look at the sides. Look at the points. Oh, okay. There it is. Okay. No, no, no. So you're fine. So, and then I add three, five. Okay, perfect. So, um, like magic, Dina's uh, dagger spins into her palm and you uh, sort of like stab this dude between his ribs. And he goes, oh, I was supposed to be in this episode the whole time. And then the float uh, drags forward and the serrated hole of this sewer meets the street and shears him in half, sort of saw style. Hell yeah. And so you have half a pirate uh, in your float. <laughs> Bleeding from the severed stump of his torso and a bag of goodies. You can use that. Uh, Alex, can I get an agonizing whale, please? You absolutely can. It's it's not much of a whale because I think he's so surprised. It's more of like, a, and because whales in our show are always healed and not hurt. Also, I'm Alex, murder you. That exact sound is what it sounds like whenever I take a huge dump. Family. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think we have anything that can heal this lad? Um, he's yeah, far beyond healing at this point. <laughs> Dina, I would recommend that you exercise more tact in your actions next time. Please clean up your mess. No. Can, I, can I put a band-aid on him? 
uh, think it's all right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Daniel, you have a rudimentary sack of uh, first aid. I think you've got some like some gauze, some basic patches. Uh -huh. um, I think you, the biggest one you've got is about the size of an apple, and you slap it onto the serrated, <laughs> mutilated stump of a man that used to be breathing and have a soul. And you actually, you know, while you're doing that, you a, a letter from his kid's PTA meeting falls out of his coat. Oh God. And says, no, congratulations, no, no. your kid made the honor roll. And also a world's best dad mug. He keeps <laughs> it on him because it reminds him of happy. children. Okay. Let's, uh, let's cut away from the now murderous crew of the Don't Make It Weird float. Uh, Congratulations, that went about as bad as it could. If I'm gonna be so H with you. Um, Arnold and Gareth, you are hanging off the side of this ship, the eye catcher, Devil Star Song ship at the harbor. Um, the parade is starting to go down the down the docks. From where you are hanging just outside of the attention of the crowd, I think you're around the curve of the ship, sort of like if you did any big motions, you would probably catch attention. But because of Arnold's excellent stealth maneuvering uh, at the tail end of last episode, you are out of sight, out of mind for now. However, you start to hear uh, murmurs coming from the inside of the ship. And Gareth, you realize that there is a uh, what appears to be like an aperture or a porthole or something in the hull of the ship, not a couple uh, meters to your left. By porthole, that means like entrance to the ship that we can get through, right? Ostensibly, you would have to get closer to to sort of like check it out. How dare you use ostensibly in a sentence? Uh, let's get closer and check it out then. Okay, I will abstain from making you roll a PE check to see how long you can upper arm your way over there. Let's just assume you do your calisthenics regularly. I'm just showing off at this point. Give me a perception hey, Al, check, can you please. Do that again. Hey, I know Al, what calisthenics Al, do that, means. Do that again. Yeah, perfect. Thank you. Arnold, oh, I'll take I... one from you as well. I assume you're going with him. Calisthenics uh, check, got it. Is it just uh, athletics, you said, or what? No, perception. Oh, that's not even close to what I said. Cool, badass. We got a uh, fucking uh, 13, because I'm 13. really good at this. Wow. I got a 12. All right. Ooh, Gary and wins. Yeah. My boys, my mediocre boys. That's right. You uh, crawl your way around the ship, and you see it is in fact a porthole. However, it is sealed over with two panes of glass. So if you're gonna get in there, it's gonna either be louder or raucous in some fashion. However, you are looking at the dim interior of a ship lit, ship lit by um, skylights through the deck. And you're looking at two figures smoking a jong, standing around a large uh, horizontal wheel set into the floor. And they appear to be arguing about something. And that's the sound that you hear. Uh, one of them takes a massive rip off this jong and then points at the wheel and then points underneath his feet. And another one shakes his head and says no. And then he points above his head. Hmm. Sea monsters or aliens? I'm familiar with this debate. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Are they the same? Are they related? Yes. The they're, they're just like us i'm pretty sure all sea monsters were actually just like thrown at earth at high speeds and landed in the ocean with a huge curse splash anyway here. before we start crafting sci-fi theories um is, so this is if there are skylights into the hull of the ship presumably that those are also any window is secretly just an entrance don't Correct. let the airliners tell you anything else what a horrifying concept can I hear them at all? Can we hear what they're saying? Um, pressing your ear to the hall, you can make out sort of muffled exhalations that you might be able to discern as actual speech. 
<laughs> That's what it sounds like. They're also, I'm going to be honest, mega high right now. Kind of like so, Kenny from South Park. They do sound like Kenny from South Park. So it's sort of like a... Hell yeah. Hmm. While you were thinking about that, I'm going to address the cloud of smoke that just rolled towards the camera. Diana the Dragon the was shaking, girl. <laughs> Diana casts Fireball. <laughs> uh, speaking of massive hits from the Jong, so you are standing on deck. You have a commanding view of the harbor as Dable Starsong uh, gently rests his hand on your shoulder and he says, I think you're going to find this particularly interesting. Um, do you, I think you might actually enjoy. Uh, and he slides across the deck in very smooth motion, a silver a engraved button. Uh, and he says, uh, if you wouldn't mind doing the honors, I've prepared a little, let's call it a show off. Let's call it a spectacle for you. Just for our first off the books encounter. He whips out his penis. He keeps his dick firmly <laughs> in his pants. He's just like, I have a little show for you. <laughs> How do we know he only has one dick? You know what? That's true. I'm making unfair assumptions. He pulls out both of his penises. <laughs> one at the front, one at the rear, just as God intended. Like a centaur. A human conga line. Hold on. Wait, Can we go back to like a centaur? <laughs> where did where did the second penis come? Does the human half retain its penis? <laughs> That's the ultimate question. You have to find out. Like oh, you have so to figure like it one out. One dangling from the chest. Is there a human dick at the chest, and is there a uh -huh. horse pern at the back? Maybe. And the real question is, which did they use for what? All right. Yeah. Diana. I think that probably depends on if they're fucking a person or a horse. Not okay. actually what I was asking. Crazy though. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah. Diana, let's get your take on the centaur penis debate. <laughs> And the human is definitely the one that uses the horse bit. Bestie, get me out of here, please. So he slid a button over at me? Correct. Yes, I um okay, what what am I what am I doing with this button? So uh keep you, your keep your eyes fully trained on I think you could call it the central float. And he gestures to the seven deadly sins, apple full of holes with the thunderous clapping ass cheeks strapped onto the back that are jiggling their way down the street. The boat, this ship, this 200-ton ship is still Pretty. gently rocking from the reverberations of these ass cheeks clapping through the water. The, um, the, the, the twerking apple was an interesting choice of float. Um, it's, uh, it's all about, it's all about the spectacle. You know, this when people expect a show and you give them a show and they don't see, they don't see the other hand. Oh, this, it, oh, it is. Oh, it is. There's no hole. Uh, um, just like the dinosaurs in Jurassic Park. Which are like just not all that accurate. Okay. I'm okay. So I guess I'm looking at the float, waiting for this spectacle. Do you press a button? Oh, I oh. thought you meant like a shirt button. Shirt no, button. It's a, it's a oh, button, button It's like a I, I button. do like, thought it was a. Okay. I thought it was. Right. So okay. He's like giving her the yeah. opportunity to set off fireworks or something. Like, okay. okay. Correct. It's like I'm a, I'm, my, my mistake. Oh. It's like an actual button. See, I think the mistake was describing it as a silver button and not a I big think... red one. I think the mistake was inviting you onto this show. 
You know what? God damn it if that's not true, but it's way too late now. God, it is. Bessie? Um, yes, I hit the button. Okay. From Just your the... point of view, What's that? twin columns of flame erupt from the back of this thunderous, shaking ass hanging off Where the Where precisely? There is a sort of central, there's a sort of central point in a the- A butthole. Ass. It's a butthole. It's yeah, coming, the fire, the no flames holes. are coming nope. out of the. Just say it. I, I listen. There is a central Leaning point shits. in the meat of this at thunderously quaking ass cheeks okay, that sorry, erupts so into flame. The hole in the butt, which you could theoretically call a butthole, has just erupted into flames. I'm on the same page. And oh, it came out of the apple's rectum. Continue. The uh, what color is the fire? You don't know because I'm going to describe what you see in just a second. The two horses okay. leading this float bestie immediately take off running and are loosened from the <clears throat> from the carriage almost almost immediately. And this carriage veers off course and shoots into uh, the empty air over the harbor, breaking the wall that was that prevented uh, that step. That there's the, there's a short wall that it shatters through and goes careening over into the empty air of the harbor. Daniel, Dina, and Sean. You are still staring in what I hope is horror at the rusty stump of a severed sailor leaking down the bottom of your float when you hear an explosion and you see dull orange light blossom over the uh, what you would ostensibly assume to be canvas outside of your float. And there's a sudden burst of motion pressing all three of you back into a heap at the back bench. And suddenly your stomachs drop as you are careened into empty air. And then they got ejected at the butthole. They, nope. Nope. They're in the middle of the float as the oh, float okay. careens into the ocean. I, got, harbor, I, thought they got out. I thought they got pooed out. No way, no oh. way I think they got pooed out is going to be a contender for an episode title, right? Like, no way <laughs> somebody actually said that. We have to be careful. TikTok has a gun to our heads. You slam into a body of water and suddenly the inside of your float starts to flood mm -hmm. through the various uh, holes that have been punched into the canvas. What do you do? And the holes that are already I'm going to ask Sean for help. John's <laughs> immediately panicking because he doesn't know how to swim. Oh no! Okay. Oh fuck! Uh, this is like grabs... the worst case scenario. <laughs> Daniel grabs the uh, half body torso of my friend because I need to save him. Okay. Uh -huh. All right. Good luck, buddy. <laughs> I see Daniel like working this corpse's mouth. Like, thanks for saving me, lad. Dina's like Dina and Sean are like about to drown, and Daniel's like, "I got you, buddy!" Pulling <laughs> like that half a torso him, out of the water, him onto his back, and there's just like blood everywhere. <clears throat> he brings him up onto the surface, starts doing CPR. Every every time he compresses, a little blood spurts out the bottom. God. Okay, I can save him. I can save him. Um, there are uh, a number of potential exits out of this sinking uh, float that is filling with water. The butthole being one of them. You could exit. There's sort of a central font out the back. You, you presume where the fireworks came from. You could sort of manage your way out that way. Uh, there are also several tears in the canvas that look large enough for you to like force your way out of. There is also the door uh, that is covered with blood, ichor, and various uh, bodily detriments. There's some sort of sphincter. There's a central sort of tube, I think is how I would describe it. Sort of like a 
So is this going to be a scenario where if I leave out the butthole, is this going to be very like Ace Ventura-esque where he leaves out the rhino? (laughs) Like I (laughs) There's like an elastic hole cover on the back of this hole that's in the middle of the... I want to thank you so much for your thumbnail image that you're just just like giving me for free. Okay, okay. Sean would, in, in a panic, grab Dina by the back of her garb mm-hmm. you know the same way you'd grab i don't know a small child a toddler and try to basically try to to burst his way through the top of the float and to dry land okay uh give me a basic strength check please producer sean i'm, I'm assuming you're just sort of like tearing at this canvas above you yeah strength check mm-hmm. jesus you know, I mean, christ i mean this with no offense but i still <laughs> can't we're believe gonna oh, your strength oh, no. we're gonna like die 12. um with with my modifier, it's only a f- seven. Really? Oh, Is your modifier a six? Did you roll in that one? <laughs> yeah, dude, I, I you're rolled a fucking a three. Gorilla. Oh, three you're plus a gorilla. What's your str- wow, really? All okay. right. Daniel, what do you do while you see your, your gorilla compatriot scrabble uselessly at the canvas above him i think it's because he's he's dragging dina who i assume is like yeah. kicking and scratching and trying not to be dragged um, and so also he, having a panic attack and she's holding somehow like four knives it doesn't make sense how yeah. many knives are in dina's hands um what do you do daniel well uh so as i'm swimming to the surface with the... nope you have not yet You're exited still in the there. float I am working my way towards the butthole. Okay. Of the As we all I'm do. Definitely going out the butthole. Okay. Um, yeah. There is With a, it's a metal tube that uh, has been scorched black with what you assume to be the explosive that caused this firework. Uh, and, Taco Bell. Um, also Taco Bell. And uh, you, you could probably get through it. Give me a basic dexterity check, Daniel. Let me, uh, let me see. Cause you're, you're just a little guy. So you probably can get through that tube just fine. Boy, if I had a dollar for every time I've been described as just a little guy. Trying to get through that tube? Not even. It's just like, All who's right, going to have beef 13. with Gary and he's just a little guy? What'd you say, like, Daniel? Fight- Lucky 13, my man. 13 will do it. However, your friend's got to stay behind you. He's too big to fit in the hole. Okay. Boy, so if I I- How is that possible? Hold the fuck on. You, you are a gnome. And he's and a gorilla. He is not. No, 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 no. I'm talking about my half. My, oh, my half oh, 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 yeah, guy. you're, you're yeah. half buddy. Yeah, Father he's of the a year. full person. He's a full person. He's half of a full uh, person. He's half of a person, actually. No. Uh, you're you know right. What? You know what? Fine. You're welcome. With a sickening, wet crunch, his arm breaks, and you drag his oh. half a torso through this wet black hole. That came out wrong. And I'm the bad guy. Yeah, you guys, you guys know that Mortal Kombat fatality where the guy like rips his spine out of his his fucking body. That kind of you just are left with like most of his spinal cord and some nerve endings. And yep. <laughs> doing so good, buddy. You are freed, Garion and Anthony. Yes. As Gareth and Arnold, my beautiful, my, my beautiful mediocre men hanging from the side of this ship, you see this float careen into the harbor. Fuck you, dude. You're mediocre. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Thunderous ass cheeks a clapping, I think, as the Christmas carol goes. And you, there's like a brief pause, and then you see blooming from the water a delicate rose of red. And then you see, breaking the surface of this water, Daniel. Daniel, would you like to describe your character briefly? What do you look like? 
Well, as you, uh, oh no, sorry, I'm not talking. Uh, yeah, so my guy has a nice yellow pointy hat, a snow white beard. Uh, he is barely seen above the uh, waves, um, but you do notice he has kind of some interesting looking eyes that don't look gnomish or human even. Sick. Probably fine. Normal. Gareth, or Gareth, you see mm. Daniel uh, from Wicked Wares and Wiles, your neighbor, actually. Yeah, he's, I was going to say, like, because, like, we, we, he's describing his character for the audience. We know him. We, yeah, we have sure. frequented his shop. Okay. Um, so, first, when Gareth sees the giant ass cheeks erupt in flame, he immediately starts laughing. Okay. Like, that's funny. <laughs> that's funny. Uh, and then, do, so I do see uh daniel in the water right i don't you need to roll daniel. a perception check or anything okay so i um hello gareth swim hold on that's not a skill i don't know maybe anthony are you still a crab uh, no no i, I changed okay. back when we landed um okay. can i ask a quick question about uh concentration spells so sure. if i cast if i casted a concentration spell could i do other actions or do i have to like sit there and focus on it or how does that work does it stop you when have i to you have to maintain concentration so you can do other simple tasks, but having okay. like, like you wouldn't be able to like get into a fight or- I can't fight, um, but I could like jump or like, yeah, could, I sure. swim? could I swim while holding concentration? Presumably as long that as you didn't thing... come into an obstacle that required a great deal of like concentration. I, I understand. Okay, cool, cool, cool. All right, gotcha. Um, So I'm gonna, I'm like, I'll turn to, to Gareth and be like, oh no, Are, do, do they need help? You know, should we? Should, do you need me to jump in? Uh, uh, you know what? I mean, are we still? Fuck, we're still like trying to be stealthy, aren't we? Yeah, yes. that's what I'm kind of whispering. Um, okay. Uh, yeah, you know what? If you're able to to sw swim, actually, real quick above table, what the fuck are me and Anthony doing on the ship? I was gonna ask this. Like, are we thing. looking for something or you well, are doing reconnaissance, trying to uh discover what Devil Stars you're trying ultimately you're trying to find Devil Star Song's vault. You came mm -hmm. here so that so that Diana could go on a date with Devil Star Song to ask him questions, try and figure out where it is. Um, and then I feel like he followed me on the boat. I followed, followed him her on, on yeah. yeah. Well followed me. So okay. Okay, so I'm gonna look at Gareth and be like, I I can I can cast a spell that makes like a security fantasy camera in that room with those guys. And we can That's see everything they're doing or hear everything they're doing, one or the other. That is a fantastic idea. And I'm willing to bet that Dina mm -hmm. and Sean do not let Daniel out of the house by himself. So they are probably there too. That's fair. Okay, so so how about this? We'll keep an eye on those guys. I'm gonna cast this spell into the the room. Should we listen to what they're saying since we can't really hear them, but we can kind of see in there? I'm gonna. I think we should probably are pay you, attention. Are you asking me or Alex? I'm asking you as 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 a character. Oh yeah, I mean we we can't really uh, hear we... what they're saying through all this glass, and I would love to do a sneaky adventure down into the hole, but I'm pretty sure our boys over there are drowning, which is a horrible, horrible death. Okay, <laughs> it's it's one or the other. We can listen to these two high guys, or we can help out our best friends. Which one should we do? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so. I think I'm gonna. Gareth is gonna like shove his magic dagger into Arnold's hand and be like, "Here, hold this," and then dive nice dramatically into the water. Okay, I like that. When he does that, I cast a uh, concentration into the room to hear what they're saying. 
That's your that's your your, your new spell, right? Arnold? It's my clairvoyance. I'm sorry, I cast clairvoyance. Okay. Yes. yes. Okay. So uh, we're gonna leave Gareth paused, sort of like knife edge sharp dive in midair as he pierces his way through the Mid water. Swan. That's right. Um, Arnold, these yes. two gentlemen are arguing, and one of them says. Well, now I told you, you shitty individual. I said, Davil, Davil said to drop it at first hint of trouble. Davil said to drop it as soon as you heard the jets. And the other one says, well, I know that, goddammit, but I didn't hear shit. That's because you lost your hearing earlier in your life when you went to too many rock music. I heard the jets. No, 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 they didn't go off yet. They didn't go off. We have to wait for the jets, and then we drop the thing. That's what I'm telling you, goddammit. We already heard them. Oh, my God. It's the copyright mouse. <laughs> All right. Okay. Producer Sean, uh, the water has risen over your head, and you and Dina are starting to struggle inside this uh, float. Dina, are you doing anything? I'm trying to free myself from Sean's heroic grasp because uh -huh. whatever happened to that bag uh, that the guy that oh, I the killed, bag of stuff like the bag of the, goods the is in the float with us it is yeah you can, see it, you can see it we're like, on actively the of the... drowning and Dina's like <laughs> trying, trying to, to loot a corpse that. right now it's yeah. called oh, yeah. it's called loot loser get on board i i can swim so wait i think i can swim i don't I know if i can swim, swim with the okay. weight of the bag just so you know you won't have any problems with that at all you can carry that no matter how it's much true. gold is inside Totally fine. You've got oh, this. So, like, I'm trying to get that bag. Okay. Um, what if I had a dollar? I'm always trying to get that bag. Something on there, and she's like, "Yeah, actually, you know what? I think that's why producer Sean couldn't open the top of the float is because Dina's like furiously swimming to the bottom of mm -hmm. the float, trying to get this bag of stuff. Mm -hmm. Okay, so uh, you managed to grab hold of of the bag. Uh, just in time for uh, producer Sean, you hear a uh, like a dull, muffled ripping sound, and you see the still somehow sunglassed form of Gareth the Rogue looking down at you in the uh, near darkness of this oceanic scene. As he grabs your arm and starts helping you, like pull out of this uh, sinking float. I will say that. Uh, Gareth gets visibly excited at this sign of Sean the Gorilla. Same. Big same. Fantastic. Okay. Um, Sean, Dina, and Gareth, give me perception checks, please. Which one is that? Uh, you're going to roll your big, round, your big round one, and you're going to add uh, your perception is four, so you're going to add four to it. Arnold, you yeah. see uh, one of them thrust this jong into the other's hands, and uh, hit this big horizontal wheel that's in front of them. And it starts spinning real fast, like crazy fast. Gotcha. Uh, I rolled a 23 for perception, by the way. Ooh, 23. It was a 19. Sean and Dina. Eight. 16. Sean, you need to switch out that D20. My guy, you got to get another one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, Gareth and Dina, you see what appears to be an upside down bell uh, hurl itself from the depths of this ocean and slam against the floor of the harbor. Uh, it is attached to a chain. The chain is leading up to ostensibly a ship. Gareth, you probably can put together that this probably came from the eye catcher. Yeah, probably. Um, because and like I saw that 
big ass wheel in the middle, right? Correct. I'm willing to bet that's some sort of anchor of some kind. Although I don't know why it's shaped like a bell. That's I'm weird. Gonna I'm gonna press pause on you, and I'm gonna go up to the top deck. Uh, Mel, you've just seen this float explode Art. into flame and and fall into the harbor. And Davil behind you goes, ah, pretty cool. It was pretty cool. It was pretty cool. I do, I, you know, I, I love a good explosion, chaos, mayhem. Uh, hey, we were talking in, in game time like two minutes ago and not mm -hmm. at all episode. Um, I had asked you a question about Floon and you were talking uh -huh. about and Rainier. Oh, yeah, a tale of two kitties. <laughs> oh, yeah. Wow, we what a great. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> hey. Just throwing it out there while we have a gap in conversation. I have to pee soon, and boy, would I like to avoid the tale of two kitties. All right, really quick. <laughs> Gary, and if you can tell me an example of, let's call it, time-standing <laughs> literature written by one of the world's greatest writers that has stayed in the zeitgeist for over 100 years. Just any any book title off the, off the rip to get us to the pee break, what would it be? Uh, the Holy Bible. See you guys. All right, let's take a pee break. Let's come back to it. It's everybody's favorite part of the episode. It's the part where Alex interrupts. What's going on, everybody? Alex and James here, the host and dungeon master of this program that you are currently watching. Thank you so much for sticking with us to the halfway point. Give me just a couple of seconds. Dear friends, and I'll have you right back to the show. Uh, we are, as always, playing Waterdeep Dragon Heist. It's an official Dungeons & Dragons lessons module written by Chris Perkins, Scott Fitzgerald, Greg Kim Mohan, and Michelle Carter. Uh, this episode, we had the amazing guests from Don't Make It Weird on. Don't Make It Weird, if you don't know, is a writing comedy podcast for the writing community by the writing community it's hosted by uh daniel quigley dinosaurus and of course producer sean um it's a fantastic program if you haven't checked it out i highly 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 recommend you do at don't make it weird they're on youtube they're on spotify they're on twitter they're on tiktok um they do amazing bits they play games they have guests i have guested on the show once because they were nice enough to invite me on to talk about my book they are a great time Highly recommend you check out their stuff. They were nice enough to come onto our show, slip into the characters that I had sort of like pastiched after them, and it was a great time. It was a howl and a half. I think we're going to have them back next episode uh, because we had a blast. So uh, if you would like to end up as a character like Daniel Dina or Producer Sean, you can get at us, tag us in a post on TikTok, tag us in a uh, tweet or a uh, post on threads or instagram let us know what you think of the show let us know how you think the campaign is sort of like building up to our crescendo uh we love hearing from you we love making new friends especially as we transition from this campaign into the next one we're stoked to meet new members of our growing community so get at us and you could end up as a character in either this campaign or a future one um thank you so much for hanging out with us i'm gonna let you get right back to it you're about to hear the dulcet tones of a libra sarcana ad so get ready for that and you guys take it squeezy all right i love you All right, boys, I got an idea to pitch you. This is a little bit of a wild one. I was inspired, actually, by the set of Libra's Arcana dice that I was playing with. So this is their Miasma set. I don't know if you can tell, but it's got, like, these sort of, like, green oh, drips yeah. in this, like, clear cast. I, I actually, like, 
This is one of my favorite sets from Libras Arcana that, that we've gotten. Um, oh, it's fake. So it looks I wanna, like snot, but like a cool It looks way. like a Slimer set. Like it I does need. look like a Slimer set, but I want to pitch you guys an idea for a campaign that we're going to run with Libras Arcana exclusive dice. And it's, oh, yes. a, plague, it's a plague campaign. We're going to play it like a roguelike where every round you're going to get closer to discovering what happened, where the outbreak or the plague came from, but every round you are also going to die. And so it's like roll. Diana's dream... <laughs> it's her dream game is what you're saying she's not here because she's gonna she die game. multiple times a day and it's gonna be great for her we don't want to tell her ahead of time it's supposed to be a fun surprise so i guess my question to you is right off the top give me a 10 second uh pitch for the character you're gonna play in our uh libris arcana miasma themed plague campaign gary let's start with you Okay, so I imagine that because it's a plague-themed campaign, it takes place in, like, the post-apocalyptic future. Interesting. Okay. Uh, so my character is um, a brain in a jar being carried around by a robot butler. Incredible. Anthony, go. I love it so much. Um, my character actually died before the plague started, but the plague brought him back to life. Um, and yeah, the, the, but, but he's not like a simple zombie. It's a, it's a, the plague is in my brain trying to live and figure out what it means to be human. So he's trying to stop you from stopping the plague so he can be human and live. Built-in bad guy. I fucking nice. love it. Oh, uh, crucial detail. Every time that my character dies, it's because the robot butler drops the brain and it's in some like new floor. creative fashion. No, every time he just trips on something. <laughs> oh my. Oh no. Oh, oh dear gosh. heavens. No, oh dear God. If you would like to cast your vote for the name for Garion's Robot Butler uh, or buy a fantastic set of Libra Sarcana Miasma dice, you can go to LibraSarcana.com. Use our exclusive discount code STUPID20 for 20% off anything site-wide, including the Miasma dice set. Uh, anytime you want to cancel that subscription, you can do so easily, free of charge, no human contact required. And you can sign up for a recurring subscription where they'll send dice to your door every month, or you can sign up for a one-time subscription, cancel after that uh, interaction, and then you just get your one side of dice and you go on your way. So everybody now, pick up your Miasma set of dice for our play campaign that will totally happen. Happens real. Definitely real. For real, for real. Libra's Arcana, dice for life. Stay a funculus. Now, uh, brief disclaimer, you can't actually cast a vote for my character's name on LibrasArcana.com, but you can get some sweet-ass dice. Let us welcome to our audience. We're back with Pete. Everybody feels great, except Diana, because I'm pretty sure she doesn't have to. She's built different. I don't, I've never actually seen her get up to pee in one of these, and we're do, we've done it 44-odd times. Diana we was born without a bladder. We go live now to the harbor of Waterdeep where we have problems. But more have you seen everyone else pee? Yes. No, we like, typically bring our cameras with us to yeah. the bathroom uh -huh. just to make sure mm -hmm. that we're not lying. Yeah, and it, I'm, oh, gonna be, I'm gonna be honest, Daniel, it's weird that you three didn't. Um yeah. you gave us GoPros show... when we started the show. Yeah. So. yeah. <laughs> Diana, I believe Happy we cut away here. from you uh Asking no, Captain Davil Star Song something actually important for oh, once. I had asked about, what do you mean for once? I had asked about um, what the deal is with Bloon and why we can't mm. trust him. And he started, he had explained, like, isn't it odd how nobody knows anything about Bloon, but we know everything about Rainier. And then I was like, is this like some Prince and the Pauper shit? Arian was like, Tale of Two Kitties and it all. <laughs> and then the episode ended. It did. Uh, I okay. referenced the sequel to the live-action Garfield movie, 
and then the episode stopped. And it was good enough to end an episode. Um, Davil Starsong says, it is curious to me that uh, for all my time spent in Waterdeep, trading and smuggling and, dare I say, being underhanded, I have been unable to recover even, even a last name of Floon or an address or an, a single other person who can be called his family. I, I, I have asked Lady Meliora. I have hunted and I am no, I am no old beast. I can nail a quarry if I so choose. And I have been able to not Call find me a quarry. A, Sorry. <laughs> to find a single detail hard enough to, to identify who this person is. You must have some, some theory at this point. A game I, theory. I have theory, yes, but I, you'll understand if I, I'll tell you, but I, I don't prefer to guess. I don't like asking questions I don't know the answers to. What the fuck? Do you only ask questions you know? That, why are you asking the question? I hate this guy. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> why, why else would you ask? Relatable. You already know the answer. That's what I'm saying. I love awkward silence. David, <laughs> shut up. Shut up. It was hey, cool. You shut your fucking cool. face. I hope you drown down there, you stupid rogue. <laughs> Davil Starsong says, I think there is something with Rainier Neverember's family. I, I, I have been asking about Rainier Neverember's brothers and sisters and cousins because the Neverembers are a large, powerful family. There were many of them oh and we already just killing them off that's that's no mystery that's been confirmed i was wondering what your theory was why why are you equating floon with rainier in any way shape or form what, what ginger. is there's only one ginger family in all of water deep they have many similarities physically characteristics that do link them and they you you told me about did you, actually shit did you tell this guy about uh your your interactions with Floon just sort of like where you found him in the sort of like warehouse scenario? I don't really think we didn't really think about Floon like at all until he drugged us on accident. Oh, I was thinking about Floon at all, but um, the voice of God never let me pursue that like line for whatever reason. Um, we had just um, or I had just basically told him that um. We didn't give details. I think we just said that he showed up and got us type deal. Okay. Okay. So he says... I don't remember the details. That's fine. Um, throughout my digging, I have noticed that not only does he bear striking resemblance to Rainier, but the circles in which these two move, it's almost as if Floon deliberately chose a set of circumstances as far removed from Rainier or the Never Embers as he could have. He, he lives in a shitty studio apartment with no windows by a mall. And he talks with no one except when he goes to work at your tavern. And then he ostensibly goes back home. Like he, he makes so little a footprint in this city. I have to wonder if it's, if it's deliberate, if he is laying low or hiding. Mm -hmm. 
until the right moment. Or maybe, maybe Rainier is trying to kill him next, so he's next in line for whatever. I just, I, I know Floon's not, not trustworthy. Um, I guess the other question unrelated to Floon that that I had was... What's your number? I already have his number. Oh, uh, that's true, actually. Subtle flex. We, right. But I already got that shit. You just... We we just got back from from this um I guess operation this this uh lab where children are actual children are being hurt. Mm. What do you know about that? You would be referring to the Xanathar Guild and yes the nefarious scientist that has come recently under their employee, Dr. Egg Guy. Yes, what is the point? <laughs> I don't... Yeah, hey, listen, don't giggle, Daniel. I'm not the one that named him, all right? Actually, I hate to say it. Yes, you are, because I I'm said not. Dr. Clara, Eggman. Clara did. Oh, that's right, yeah. Sorry, Betsy, go ahead. It's a beautiful name. I don't judge at all. Um, you know, I I don't care all that much about the Xanathar, you know, the Zendrum, they're, they're doing their thing, and, and I, I I don't care, but we've clearly been dragged into something where where children are being hurt, and, and that I care about, so what do you know about this? I know that the Zentarim are struggling for the cause of righteous free trade in this ah! city and trying valiantly to preserve law and order and dignity while the Xanathar are nothing but a bunch of cutthroat thugs who are undermining our very efforts to preserve the good way of Waterdeep. You know why they're using children? Probably because kids suck and are low-key kind of annoying. Facts, he won me over. I'm back on his <laughs> <laughs> I think interrupting sorry Bessie I think interrupting this conversation Daniel you burst to the surface of the harbor with your best friend in tow and you see a harbor uh, a dock full of people who are staring at the hole in the wall that your float has just created and uh, at the very top of this ship, you can just make out her head. It's your neighbor, Mel, from uh, Troll Skull Tavern. I think you, you, you've you frequented the tavern once or twice, um, enough to know about Lady Meliora and, of course, her crow's nest in Troll Skull, where she sits some 30 feet in the air to avoid everybody else. You've heard Dina say, like, damn, that's cool as hell. I wish we had one of those for our shop. But producer Sean told her no, because she, does, she doesn't deserve it. It's a poopy head. Because Professor, or sorry, Professor, Professor Sean. <laughs> well, Freudian slip there, huh? Yeah, sorry. It's just so crazy to me that uh, his parents named him Profe Producer. Uh, <laughs> his I name is Professor Producer Sean. Oh, everybody point at the boy who fucked up his words. <laughs> anyway. Daniel. Mm -hmm. What do you do? Oh, my God. Hey, Mel. Look, you got to save my friend here. My friend's drowning. And I and I and I pull up my friend's arm and I, and I wave it at Mel. There's a um, series of wet gravel-esque sounds as you rot, as you ratchet the broken bones in his shoulder and collarbone as you pull this half a man out of the water. 
<laughs> Mel, you hear a, to your horror, you hear the high pitched squeal of your gnomish neighbor, Daniel, and you look down over the railing in time to see him haul half a corpse out of the water by sort of like a limp hand <laughs> grip. And he waves this dead man's hand at you. And Davil says, that's uh, alarming. Concerning, yes, I was going to say concerning. I, I do have questions. Um, are, are you drowning or just your friend there? My friend, I'm fine. I'm a great swimmer. Don't you worry about me. But you got to save my friend. And I guess there's some other people trapped below as well. I, I don't know. I, I'm sure they're fine. They're, I, I know the gorilla's a great swimmer. I'm not sure that the gorilla is a great swimmer. Um, hey, uh, Dave, you, you wouldn't happen to have like other men you could have jump in and just check in on the gorilla and the elf because I'm not sure the gorilla is a great swimmer. And also I'm not sure where that arm came from. Yes, that is uh, Rickard. He's one of my men. You are. He, I'm sorry, Bessie, what'd you say? And tell who it is from just his arm. Maybe he had tattoos. Oh, he's, got the whole body. Yeah, mm -hmm. he's got the whole arm up there. Well, I can also see his limp and open Bully mouth body, open mouth face just sunk there between, but beneath the waves. <laughs> um, this this is uh, most disconcerting. So I sent Rickard on a sort of side mission that I had gone to some uh, not inconsequential effort to produce and manage um, using the floats of this parade. Um, excuse me just one second. And he turns and uh, utters sharp commands in a language you don't speak, Mel, to uh, some of his men in the in the ship. And uh, without hesitation, three of them leap off this ship and cutting edge dive into the water. Gareth, producer Sean, and Dina holding your bag of loot. You hear three splashes and you see three forms uh, dive into the water towards you. Uh, they are dressed in sort of general sailors outfits. And as they sort of like swim down the water towards you, you are standing, I, I do wanna set the scene a little bit, or swimming, I should say, um, just above the mud of this harbor. It's very dark down here, it's very cold. There is a thick layer of mud coating the bottom of this harbor. And then uh, down the way a little bit, a little deeper in, you can see this upside down bell that I have described with this chain rising up to what appears to be the bottom of a ship. Um, and one of the one of these diving sailors points at you, Dina, holding your bag of goodies, and then at the bell. And then you uh, you squint and you look, and there appears to be a door set into the bottom of this bell with a little porthole window. What do you three do? Uh, can I roll an insight check to check for any signs of hostility or aggression? Yes, please. Now I won't. No, I'm kidding. Uh, oh boy, a nine. <laughs> um, they are. They've got a. They've got a frantic level of energy about them, Gareth. That's what I can give you with a nine. You can't tell if it's deliberately malicious or not. Um, or one of them like is here. holding a hand crossbow, and the other one has uh, unsheathed a a 
a blade of some sort, but you can't tell if that's uh, because they were going to try and cut somebody out of the float or to attack somebody. I think I think I'm going to because, you know, we are all six of us are underwater, right? You, Sean, and Dina are underwater. Daniel and the is three on the surface. And the three oh, dumb yes, 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 sorry. I thought you meant, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, okay, yeah, I think, I think I'm going to hit him with one of these. I'm gonna... Timeout yeah. and then surface, just for our audio-only listeners. That's a good call. It's a good call. Timeout and surface. Okay, the leader, he's got a, a head full of blonde hair, shakes his head vigorously and points at the bell underneath. And then he points up at the ship in a, in a sort of like, fast maneuver i i, I point at sean and dina and do one of the like they're ch- like they're you know choking right or like he not he nods again and then points at the fucking bell and then the ship you know this would be a good time to use sign language if any of the people knew sign language any of the three henchmen knew sign language i'm just saying you know what i don't do dina, any of us know sign language like to, would you like to throw down i do fuck yeah I guess. Hopefully one of them happens to know sign language. I know for a fact one of them knows sign language. Oh, that's very convenient. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? So can I just ask, like, can I just sign to them and ask them what, why we need to go to the door instead of the surface? Yes, absolutely. The leader immediately signs uh, fluidly because <laughs> he's underwater. Mm. Uh, I'm sorry. I, I didn't see any sign language. Yeah, please, Dina. Can you just like, and you have to make it accurate. Accurate. Google it. Look up. Yeah, go, ahead, go ahead, Dina. Really go ahead, Dina. Bro. Google it, and then do <laughs> yeah, it. Google it first, Dina. <laughs> yeah, Google it first. They're Google Trans. Oh shit! So this is the moment where Garyan doesn't realize that everybody else here knows <laughs> that Dina is a sign interpreter, except for Gary. <laughs> 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 Hey everybody! Uh, I hate welcome. to be hate to be a bit biter. Hate to steal someone else's joke here. I'm going to hang myself. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yes, uh, Dina. The leader signs fluidly back to you, and says, um, "There is an air pocket in the bell that will be faster to get to than going." Uh, yeah, I, I don't know sign language. But this guy does. Alex, okay. please Google it. You have to speak in your character voice, right? there's a difference between speaking my character voice and miming sign language that is a language i don't speak that might be construed as offensive i dare you to do it i'm she's an interpreter which means you have the gold you have the golden ticket yeah no do you you. you want me to do you want me to voice what you actually say um no because this is this is also an audio program so uh we are going to just go all do it (laughs) <laughs> Thanks, Gary. So uh, he tells you that there is an air pocket in the bell that is going to be faster than getting to the surface. And then he points at the bag and says, because we need that. I guess I'm going to go for the air pocket. Okay. Arnold. Be nice. Mm-hmm. So you have seen Daniel burst to the surface with his corpse buddy. And uh, you saw three husband? sailors dive into this uh water you also now see these two sailors who were arguing passing the jong back and forth okay i'm glad they made up uh so the porthole where i am is there mm-hmm. a is it like a door that i could open if i wanted to to enter it's is there just a, a window it's just a window that's what i figured ah crap um do i see any way to get in there from where i am not into the window there is a ladder on the side of the ship maybe like 
three or four meters down that you could use to climb up, but that would put you on the deck, which would obviously would, fairly, they would fairly obviously see me. Okay. Um, not with that attitude. <laughs> okay. Well, I don't want to get caught. I feel like everyone's about to uh, convene on this ship. And I mean, it, 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 it would be very suspicious uh, from for Davil to see me not wet and, uh, you know, full of water. <laughs> it's uh, if he didn't. Yeah, Davil's used to seeing you wet with he's used to seeing me <laughs> moist. Wait a minute. What's the, why aren't you aroused? He's, yeah. <laughs> My presence typically. What's going on here? <laughs> no, um, I'm trying to think of how I would do this. Cause now I'm just, I'm basically just looking at these two high guys in a window. I can't interact with them at all. I can't do you anything. Could not, I mean, you could knock on the I window. Knock, but... That would scare the shit out of them. Are you serious? <laughs> they might <Yeah>. die. <laughs> two high as fuck dudes. Two suddenly look yeah, out dude, this you, window. Imagine chilling with your boy. Like, yeah, here, take this. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> oh my God. Um, okay. Okay. I know what I, no. Because you said in order to get in there, I'd have to climb up and everyone would basically be able to see me. And there would be, so there's no way to get into where they are without being on the surface where other people are. Now you Ooh, are I'm holding Gareth's teleportation dagger. Yeah, but he doesn't know the activation word for it. Yeah, I don't know how to oh, use it. Oh shit, that's true. I haven't, oh, yeah. I haven't told anybody that shit. Okay, yeah. all right, fair enough. Yeah, I don't know not how to even, use it. Not even your best friend? Uh, Yeah, a little insight to Garion in real life. I'm a bad person. All right, fair enough. So how, <laughs> how far from the dock is this boat? Are we still docked, basically? You're, you're, we... on, you're on the dock. The pier that you're docked to sort of extends from the wharf, maybe like, yeah, we're... Thir like 30 feet. So it's a it's <laughs> Okay, it's significant, but it's not impossible. Docking. Okay, not this, impossible. Is what, this is what I'm going to do. And this is very stupid, but this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to stupid. jump as high as I can to make it look like I just jumped onto the ship. Is my plan. <laughs> okay. My... Sorry. You're going to jump from yes, where you're hanging off the side of the ship. Well, I'm going to pull myself up as if like to jump, as if to say that I was jumping onto the ship, having seen my friends in trouble. That's what I'm going. That's my attempt. Okay. Is, Your okay. friends in the water. Well, no, but I saw Daniel being pulled up to here, right? Daniel I... is still Daniel is still in the water for the record. Oh, is he? I... Oh, then I, I thought, I'm sorry. I thought he was being pulled up with the arm and such. He's, um, he's... We can say that there is a rescue attempt underway. Maybe you see a sailor on the railing with like a rope that he's like lassoing <laughs> above his head. Oh. I like to imagine it's just like a normal 16-year-old lifeguard who's just yeah, like... <laughs> it's just a dude who's like, he summers in Virginia Beach and he's like, oh, yeah. fuck. Oh, God. He has, he has that red thing oh, that floats. He's like swimming real fast. I'm coming. I'm Imagine coming. that Daniel puts like the half corpse onto like the onto the float oh, first. That's 100% what's happening. I'm tying this rope around the guy. Okay. All right. Uh, so there is a rescue operation. Daniel has secured his corpse buddy to the rope and is sort of like frantically gesturing for them to take him up. Okay. Now we can't do your thing, Dan uh, Anthony, because I like it a lot. Okay, I mean, I feel like I, I should, I, it's the only thing that makes any sense, because otherwise, I was like, I know Mel is here, I know there's trouble here, I see my friend in the water saving people, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna leap up and land on the de deck, trying, okay. as if, as if to say, like, how can I help, are you guys okay, you know, okay. Like, I, see I like that, I like that, there. let me get, let me get two checks from me, let me get a basic yeah. athletics check to see how hard you throw your, you, you successfully like feign this jump and I'm then give really me a performance check. 
Dude, it would have been oh, so funny. Be like, give me God. an athletics check and then a check with two hundred dollars in it, because no way you're fucking making that. <laughs> <one. Okay. laughs> so I got a, a twenty-one for my athletics. Jesus God. Oh, um, yeah, I rolled real high, thankfully. Uh, and what was the second check? Performance. Performance. Sorry. All right. Performance. You land with a. I was gonna say he does the fucking superhero land. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a triple <laughs> axle flip. Can I, ask... I got a nap one on performance in... somehow. <laughs> I got a nat one. It's a seven. So you make it up there, one. but you fucking. Yeah, okay, I so made it. You... It, happens, it happens to lots of guys, man. Yeah. You Thank hurl you. yourself onto this deck and you'd hit like a triple axle flip spin 360. You superhero land with one knee down and one leg extended. And then you fully forget why you were here in the first place. This is the first time it's ever happened to me, guys. I promise. Uh, Dina, did you say something? Yeah, I was going to ask a question just as a newbie, but it kind of yeah, interrupted no, the no, go for so it. it's okay. I just wanted to know the difference between athletic and performance. Like if, like, I don't get it. So athletics is a question of physical strength. So for uh, Arnold's purpose to, to pull himself up from the ship in a way that made it look like he was doing something else. And performance is selling something to a crowd as in like, I'm here to help my friends. What can uh, I do? Oh, okay. I got it. Yep. Okay, uh, Arnold, you see Devil Star Song with his arm still around Mel, weirdly. Um, you see Mel with not cutting Devil Star Song's hand off, weirdly. Uh, you see a rescue mission in process. Uh, and actually, as you're standing there in your superhero landing, you see this like 16-year-old lifeguard pull this half-sawed-off torso onto the deck and he goes oh my god Rick, oh, I gotta hit, sweet uh, jesus i was gonna say like as he pulls it up before i recognize that it's half of a person i want to be like oh no i'll help you and just like, <laughs> just, like innocently trying so come on my friend come on you can okay. do it you die you dive over there just in time to see not legs pulled over this railing it's just a sawed off stump of a torso <laughs> Uh, and this 16-year-old lifeguard says, like, oh, God, his kid just made the honor roll. Holy oh, shit. I'm trying to – so I try to console him. I'm like, you got it. You got half of it. You did half half right. <laughs> you almost nailed it. You, It was a half-successful mission. Like, this, this part of him looks great. This poor kid has never seen a dead body before. <laughs> this dude – this kid is having the worst day of his life. Let's cut uh, back beneath the waves. Dina. Uh, you haul open the door to this upside down bell and you see a shimmering curtain of air protecting the inside from the water that you're floating in. And you are looking at the inside of a diving bell. There's a couple of padded couches or not couches, but like benches. There's like a storage locker and um, a uh, like a like an intercom fantasy intercom system set into the wall. Uh, I want to mention that when Gareth sees Dina swimming down to the bell, he gives up his his tirade of surfacing. He's like, ah, Dina knows what she's doing, and then okay. follows down with her. Okay, perfect. Um, I'm going to talk to somebody in the intercom and see who's on the other side. Okay, so you sort of like push your way inside, um, and magically you feel yourself instantly dried as you step inside this diving bell. Your hair is dry and, and all of your clothes are dry, and you're still holding your bag of stuff. And you press a button on the intercom and there's like a there's like a faint waiting sound. And then you hear a Hello. Rickard? Uh, yes, it's, uh, it's me, Rickard. Rickard. Hello. 
No, I, 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 I want to hear Dina do it. Oh, sorry. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead, Dina. Wait, no, I was just going to say, this isn't Rickard. No, this is. Oh, Dina. You know, Rickard's, Rickard's at the it's surface. It's perfectly fine. <laughs> Rickard's at the surface. Oh. I don't. Rickard, you He's sound you open. sound different. Gareth, you have like stepped into this bubble of of uh, diving bell magic dryness, and you are also dry. Um, and you you hear this this voice say, "Rickard, you you sound a little different." Yeah, they punched me in the thro- throat real hard, and then I a lot of water in the lungs. It changed my accent. They punched so you weird. so hard, you got a new accent. Yeah, no, it's <laughs> fucking crazy, right? These guys are monsters. That's the wildest shit I've ever heard. It's fucking insane, right? <laughs> okay, well, should we should we bring should we bring the bell up? Do you have the stuff? Yes. All right, producer Sean, what are you up to? This uh, this golden-haired figure has is gesturing for you to go down as well. Still actively flailing about the water. Okay. Because I don't know how to swim, fly? and I I use message to tell Gareth that I can't swim. Okay. Gareth, in the middle of your phony baloney performance, you hear uh, producer Sean speak inside your brains and say, I can't swim. Uh, uh, yeah, we got the stuff. It's all good down here. I just got to take care of something in the water. Uh, it's super important. Luckily, uh, this lady here I found will talk to you. She knows everything that's going on, and you can trust her completely. I'll be back. <laughs> okay. Uh, you... I, I dive back into the water and start swimming towards Sean. Okay, um, it is probably 10 feet. It's not very far because Sean is sinking rapidly because of his uh, muscle-to-mass ratio. Um, Dina, you hear this voice say, Oh, so how'd it, how'd it go, the heist? Everything went great. We got exactly what we needed. Did you get the Archdeacon's uh, prize mirror, the foot mirror? Definitely, it's in the bag. Rad. Okay, because Captain Starzone really wanted that foot mirror. He wouldn't tell us what for, and honestly, I don't question that at all. So I'll never question him. Mm-mm. Well, did did you have fun? <laughs> I like the t- I like I like your nail polish. <laughs> Copyright it's, mouse. It's, it's super super fun, super easy. Everything was smooth sailing. Okay, because we were all a little worried about you. I mean, not you, because the stranger, but I'm assuming that you went with Rickard. And we were all really worried about Rickard because his son just made the honor roll and his wife is sick. That's why he volunteered for overtime. He's hazard pay. You know, he's really, really trying to help Laura get better. Yeah, we have a bunch of letters from his church <laughs> saying how much of a nice guy he is. It was going to be a surprise when he got back. Don't you know, it sucks because Waterdeep, Waterdeep was going to pay for her chemo, but then they decided not to, so he, he <laughs> took hazard pay <laughs> just so that he could help his wife out. Yeah, don't worry. Everything's going to be great. Like, <laughs> wife is definitely going to get that chemo, and son's going to make honor roll next year, too. You're fucking monster, Dina. Okay, producer Sean. <laughs> Uh, Gareth the Rogue grabs you um, and starts pulling you towards this upside down bell. I think in time for I think you're you're starting to feel that like burning sensation as your lungs finally start to eat the CO2 inside of them as you as you have uh, run out of air, and um, you you, you only like convulse once as you step into the dry air of this diving bell and you take like a huge gorilla sized <laughs> breath, 
And I think you do this just in time to hear this voice tell you about Alora, the fucking fantasy chemo patient. <laughs> And I, I, so I'm, I'm I back in the bell as well. You are, sta- you are in the water, uh, just outside Gareth and you, I think for whatever reason, I think you hear something and you turn, uh, just in time to see, oh, wait, hang on. I can use, I can use my new table. Two seconds, two seconds. Okay. All right. I got an eight and. Diana, I haven't made you roll yet today. Roll a d20 for me. Tell me what you get. I get it. I dropped it. Oh, that's There's cool. That. That's cool. That's cool. It's not like the greatest like setup. Um, 15. 15. Okay, 8 and 15. 23. Okay. Okay. Gareth, you see a... How do I describe it? A floating ball about the size of a grapefruit attached to a pair of lobster claws holding a dagger stabbed this sailor in his gut. Hold on. Let's take a pause here. Yeah, let's take it back. So what what is holding the dagger? Is the floating ball holding the dagger or the crab arms holding the dagger? Two lobster claws. Uh Good question. Attached to a sea urchin. Okay. Holding a dagger. Gotcha. So the claws are holding the dagger and the yep. claws are attached to the floating ball. Correct. Gotcha. And the ball, which you have just announced, is also a sea urchin. Yes. It's a spiny sea urchin. It's, you know, it's... Yeah, it's from, it's from Surf's Up when, when Cody stepped on it and it goes, broken, 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 stepped on, gone, gone, broken, broken. You guys remember Surf's Up, the penguin movie? All right, cool. So... <laughs> I do, do I recognize but... this dagger at all? Uh, is there, no, it's is a, it like it a normal a, dagger. It's a plain Jane dagger that is now currently buried up to its hilt in the gut of this sailor that told you to get into the bell. And oh, the, the sailor guy. looks at it in abject horror, surprise, and dismay. Uh, uh, so this is the blonde fellow, right? The one who could miraculously speak sign language? The, one, the very same. Oh, no, no. He, he signs pain. Oh, no. <laughs> Oh, uh, hey, hey Dina, quick question. How do you sign ow? <laughs> that's the same crab sea urchin that killed Rickard. Right, guys? <laughs> no, Rickard is alive and well. Actually, Rickard is doing perfectly fine. <laughs> He's being resuscitated on deck. Uh, it's me, Rickard, is living his best life. <laughs> His accent has changed due to a concussive... Record. Record. All right. Uh, Gareth, you see the sailor get stabbed. Um, You know, I'm really still kind of not sure whose side I'm on here. Um, (laughs) I don't think it's the sea urchins. And I'm pretty sure it's not the sailors. So uh, Gareth is kind of like... Steps back into the bell, baby. Yeah, kind of goes back into the bell. Like, oh, that's weird. Not my fault. I pointed out to the rest of the gang. You're like, hey, see that? That's weird. Uh, I'll step back into the 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 telecom though, as Rickard. Okay. The, um, did is the guy on the other end saying anything, or should I just? Ah, you know what? Wife's chemo is going great. The overtime is really paying those bills. I'm happy to be here. 
Oh, jeez, uh, Rickard, I'm so glad, I'm so glad you made it back. We were so worried about you. Hey, is everything cool down there? There's a lot of weird stuff on the, uh, in the mirror. Yeah, you know what? Um, <laughs> what one one of uh, one of the 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 diving squad got stabbed by a floating sea urchin with arms. But other than that, see, I'm basically... sorry. There's there must have been some interference because that was the fucking wildest thing I've ever heard in my goddamn life. Could you no, say it again? A... Been a pretty fucking crazy day. I'm gonna be real honest with you. So, all right, uh, there was a bunch of commotion down here. I think people were trapped in the float. Uh, so David sent some people. Uh, Devil sent some people in here. Who's to, David? I don't know. Some guy probably. It's a common name. Devil sent some uh guys down here to rescue the uh, uh the people in the float, and then one of them got stabbed. Not by the the people or the gorilla, but by a floating sea urchin. The what? The gorilla? Arm. Yes, the other gorilla down there. Keep up. This... <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm just gonna pull. I'm just gonna pull it up. Yeah, I'm man, gonna... go for it. All right, uh, Arnold. I think you're positioned by one of these skylights in the deck, and you can see down into the into the hatch that you had previously seen through the porthole. Nice. And you see a. Uh, old man with like a wispy white beard holding a lit jong hit a button in the middle of this horizontal wheel that you had just seen him release earlier and the whole ship shakes with uh reverberation as at the same time uh gareth tina and sean you feel your bell start to move scraped against the mud at the bottom of this, of this harbor um and this goes on for maybe like five seconds and you feel yourself sort of like start to rise up out of the mud and sort of like go up in like a vertical shaft towards ostensibly the ship that has just dropped this diving bell. Um, as you reach the top, probably high enough that uh, you start to see the water lightning uh, uh, from, the, from the sun, there's a shimmering outside of this window, almost like a double image or a mirage underneath the ship, probably about 10 feet. Um, and with a jerking sound, your bell stops moving. Through this window, Gareth, you see two humanoid figures rise up out of the cold mud at the bottom of this harbor and launch themselves in a vertical leap towards the two other sailors who are who are currently trying to pull this sort of like sea urchin lobster claw dagger scenario out of their perishing companion and these two humanoid figures physically rip these sailors apart how's the third guy doing the one who got stabbed is he also ripped apart is um, he's I'm gonna, be so, I'm gonna be so h he's kind of gone limp a little bit Ooh, is he like doing that thing that goldfish do where he floats up to the top? He's starting up? to float. Yeah, he's taking the, lo the lobster <laughs> urchin with him. Uh, Mel, Daniel, and Arnold, you hear a series of thumps and turn towards the other end of the ship where you see a barnacle riddled. Hold on. Yes. Are we just not going to talk about Gareth's fucking, maybe it's Maybelline whipped hair moment that just happened? Wait, what happened? 
You know, I'm going to be honest. Sometimes I'll just like do a little bit of like a uh, uh, visual foley for what Alex is describing. Mm. And whenever I look back at the camera, sometimes I'll see Diana giggling and I'll be like, nice. I notice. I so when this time, Alex, for your context, when you said that the sailor looks to the other end of the ship, I dramatically went, nice. That's good. <laughs> well, because, you've got the, because you've got the main, it's extra dramatic. You know what I mean? I like guess if, so. If Anthony and I whip anywhere, it doesn't look like shit. Watch me nay nay. Did you just fucking nay nay with both hands? Did you just fuck that listen, up? Listen, the only way I nay nay is with two hands. Now watch me whip. <laughs> <laughs> you uh, turn to the other side of the ship where you see uh, a barnacle riddled rotting smile grin in a face at you and you hear a familiar Russian accent say um, you thought you'd gotten rid of me eh? uh, that fucking wait, guy. his, his smile is riddled with barnacles yeah it's barnacles for teeth all the way across barnacles for teeth that's the only barnacles on this guy actually yeah he's, he's perfectly normal, normal looking. all uh, things all places that have barnacles that's where the barnacles are yeah Sound so like he's George a- Washington's wooden teeth He's a perfectly he normal nipples. Sort of no, no, no. <sighs> barnacles have penises that are like. Whoa, whoa, bar- hey, hey! <laughs> stop! 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 Whoa, 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 whoa. This is first of all. This? this is first and foremost a family show. Family show. We only yeah. talk um, about speaking of families, penis, though. Did you know that barnacles? Not, take I was gonna their say we had a whole dialogue. <laughs> not, we we only talk about fantasy creatures' penis. No real this genitalia. Fantasy penis. barnacle has a penis that's several times its own body length. Just putting that out there. All right, so he smiles, and you see seven barnacle dicks sort of like roll out of his mouth like a Cthulhu mask. <laughs> it's like Zoidberg, but like with oh. barnacles. It's like Zoidberg. It's a, it's like <laughs> and then when he sees all of us, he goes, "But you didn't see me coming." Uh, it's me, Erstel Floxen. This was more dramatic before I had barnacle dicks for teeth. I'm going to be so honest with you. <laughs> It happened to the best of us, Eugene. <laughs> uh, I'm not up there, actually. Um, Gareth, you see uh, actually one of these uh, humanoid figures swim up to that window. Um, he is a rotting aqua zombie man. Um, he has gills and holes in his cheeks where fish are swimming in and out of, uh, and blue eyes. And he points at the bag in Dina's hand. And then, and then points to him. Um, and I, is he like making eye contact with me? Like he's trying to communicate with me? Yeah, clearly he's saying, I want that. Give it to me. I be. Um, I'll hit him. I'll hit him with one of these. For the audio only listener, Gareth is rubbing his fingers. Together. For the audio only listener, figure it out. Doc. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I did the, I did the money fingers. On his nipples. No. Okay. <sighs> Um, um, he reaches into a pocket and pulls out a, uh, a piece of jagged metal, Gareth, and very carefully starts scraping this window in a horrible, horrible screeching sound of of breaking glass. It starts to make, uh, progress along the outside of this window. He's cutting a hole into the well, into the bell, and you see water start spurting inside. Can I just, um, I want to try when the, when the hole is like almost done, mm-hmm. I want to just try 
punching it into his face as he's cutting the last bit as I like pop it out. Yeah, 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 cool. Um, hey, Sean, how do you feel about Gareth meticulously waiting for this aqua zombie to cut a hole into this bell? Just waiting there patiently. <laughs> He's just like, Gareth's just <laughs> waiting. Just okay, wait. <clears throat> Can, okay, no, no, no. Um, Dina's going to try to um, talk to this person and figure out, or creature, whatever the fuck. The aqua um, zombie? And the aqua out, zombie man. Yeah. Okay, yes, for sure. why, like, she's going to try to seduce the aqua zombie to figure out what's in the bag. <laughs> we went from, <laughs> fuck yeah, I'm going to try and convince. What's in the bag? Nope. <laughs> we gotta what Gareth meant to say is six to bag. midnight. <laughs> six to six to midnight. We're full on what's in the box momenting it. Yeah. I want to know what's in the bag and why he wants it. Okay. 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 Um your seduction. Roll me yeah. a roll your D20, please, and add two to it. This is a basic 17. charisma check. Not 20. Please, not 20. What'd you get? 17. 17 is pretty good. Okay. You see this, you see this uh jury rigged razor stop shaving this glass for a second and he sort of like flicks an eyebrow at you <laughs> and then he points at the bag and then he points to him um fuck. uh okay uh why do you want the bag so bad um Let's assume. Let's assume, for the sake of simplicity, this this conversation takes place in in sign. Um, because and miraculously, are... this aqua zombie man also this speaks aqua zombie sign also language. speaks sign. Um, <laughs> perfect. And he's got. Okay, never mind. I'm he happy. he says uh, he signs back. Um, key. A key to what? Big boy, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. That's, That's hot. Seduction. That is hot. Is I mean, she, did, she is seducing her. She's got, got to it. keep it going. Okay, hold on. Uh, Dina's Dina, <laughs> character voice is supposed to be a southern drawl, if I remember correctly. Oh, actually, yeah, yeah Dina, I'm going to need that in. The, I am going to need that in a character voice. A key to what, big boy? Mm. He signs back, also weirdly, in a southern accent. Uh, door. Hey, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Question. Door. Don't. How do you sign in a southern drawl? Do you just do it like actually you can? Dina? You have I'm not gonna go on a whole ramp. Uh, do you ramp, have 30 minutes? Hold on, is there like an actual answer to this? I need this. I need I'm this. genuinely I curious. Need. I'm like actually for real interested. My, no, like you actually have dialects and sign language, and like my accent and sign language is from California because my professors were from California, but you can actually tell where people are regionally based on. That's how fucking they sign. cool. Yeah. That's sick. That's badass. I have so many more questions and not nearly enough time for he, them. <laughs> he says, he says door. Oh. And then he says invisible ship. Why don't you show me this ship? It's invisible. You can't. Hey, hey meteor later. He does. He does. This. It's right there. <laughs> There's nothing there. He certainly <laughs> just like gestures behind him. <laughs> Um. Uh, but door. Uh, fuck. Door. Fuck. Okay, that's deductive. But what? What do you? What do you need the key to the ship for, though? 
I mean, I could answer that one. Hey, Rickard! Hey, oh, Rickard! Rickard! Yeah, yeah, well, come in, come in. Over and out. Here. What the clear. fuck is happening down there? The bell just stopped. Yeah, you know what? There appears to be, uh, uh, if I could just come up with a term for them on the spot off the top of my head, aqua zombie men. At least two. Uh, they appear to be having a conversation in sign language. Well, that seems wildly convenient that they speak that. That's really rare. A shocking <laughs> amount of people here are able to speak sign language. I feel like I'm the dumb one. <laughs> uh, he he appears to want uh, the key to the ship, the, the one that we all know about. Is he talking about the vault? Is he talking about Captain Starsog's vault? Yeah, he phrased it weird because I'm not an expert in sign language, so I'm really going off a translator here, but that's probably what he meant. At the top of the ship, Mel, some shit has gone down. Ursula Floxen's standing there with barnacle dicks hanging out of his mouth like a fucking fool. He looked, I want to be so honest, a lot cooler before Anthony gave him barnacle dicks for teeth. <laughs> he looked really badass, and now he just looks like a, like a buffoon. And just wait till you happen to what it, Oh, I fucked that up. Never mind. <laughs> it's not even worth it anymore. Do you want to take it clean? No. Yeah, right. I do, actually. Right, I ahead, think it's funny. Just wait till you hear what happened to his dick. <laughs> it's teeth. It's a barnacle. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a single molar. It's just one molar. <laughs> no balls. Actually, no, the balls are normal. The balls are normal. Normal, <laughs> normal balls. Just one tooth. Just and then a single molar. Oh, my God. All right. Uh, you but you hear, you hear Davil behind you gasp <laughs> and says, <gasps> or, What did you, Anthony, what did you say? Nothing, nothing. Anthony. <laughs> it was a stupid, it did nothing. It's not good to repeat. It's, all right. All right. Anthony Moving just on. wants to know if he's Jewish or not. Like, was he circumcised? Yeah, are the teeth dicks circumcised? <laughs> I like to imagine that some of them are. It's got, but it's not got receding gums. It's receding so it gums. Looks, it's a gum yeah. line. It's a gum a line that in, goes all the way up. Circ incisor. Yeah, a circumciser. Circumciser is really funny. Circumciser. <laughs> okay, bestie. Sorry. You hear Davil gasp and say, how many times do I have to kill this goddamn Russian? <laughs> Fucking tell me about it. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. I we mean, tried I would, really hard. Would 100% just pull out like my arrow and, and probably say like, tell me why I should not shoot this at you right now. Can't. Tell me why. So I'm also on that deck where... <laughs> Sorry, I'm sorry. I got I got caught up in something. I don't know what happened. Disco break. Anthony. Arnold is, Arnold is also on that deck, right? Like having yes. like helped bring that hey, person hey, up. Hey, hold on, I sorry, guys, see... I gotta I gotta switch to different headphones. Mine just died. Can I Wait. just get one second? Sure. Yeah, no worries. Erstel Floxen uh, looks at you and smiles with his barnacle grin and says, "Shoot me if you dare." But uh, your arrows will do nothing. Shoot him in the dick. You have a variety of options. Shoot him in the tooth. But there are no. You only have one option for that one. <laughs> Seems like he's. I guess I would probably say to 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 Davil, Um. I think we have actually killed him. If my arrow is not going to do anything. I, I think he listen there's like necromancy 
is around here. Um, I don't, I don't know. Do you know anything about how to kill? Something? I mean, what if he's bluffing? He could. What if he's bluffing? Yeah, that'd I just be a crazy move. Just like your arrows won't hurt me. Please, please. please. <laughs> <laughs> now, Captain Star Song. Why don't you show me where your secret vault is, and I will be on my way. Uh, and behind, behind you, uh, Davil says, I swear to God, if I have to kill you 18 more times, I have, listen to me, I have ground you underneath the wheels of a carriage. I have set you on fire. I have sliced and diced you like a goddamn onion. And if I have to shoot you off my ship with a fucking cannon, I will do it. Is this like a normal occurrence? or This is like a Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy situation. Say, oh, no, not again. I'm, I'm picturing David like ripping this guy in half. And then from off screen, he comes back. <laughs> Good thing I'm not that guy. <laughs> it's like a record scratch moment. Record scratch. You're probably wondering how I got here. Just some fucking Looney Tunes bullshit. He gets uh, hit with an anvil on the head and just bounces up like a spring. Uh, or your bow attack. Do it. Do it. Do it. Fucking do it. It was not like a great setup for rolling dice in case. That's okay. Anybody... Episode's almost over. Uh, that is a 22. Yeah, 22 for sure hits. Roll some damage. Daniel, just for the record, you are also on deck. I think you've just been rescued with your corpse friend. Mm -hmm. So you hit the deck just in time to see Diana as Mel shoot an arrow into... I mean, one of many dicks, a, a face full of dicks, a cacophony, if you will, a cacophony. You saw the vision. There it is. Hell That's yeah. Title right I should, there. I should have pronounced it a bit more, but you saw it. Okay. So Diana, how much damage did you do? Nine. Nine. Okay. An arrow slices off two of the dicks and buries itself in the cheekbone of this zombie, Daniel. Um, and circumcises another Holy one. shit, you cut off his dicks, man. What the fuck is wrong with you? He needs those. But Erstel uh, smiles wide and um, snaps the arrow off and throws the back end of it into the ocean. There, there, there's a dick attached to it. There is, a, there is a, a barnacle attached to it that goes into the ocean. No, no, that's not what I said. There is a barnacle's <laughs> a barnacle's penis. Thank you. <laughs> held hostage on my own show. <laughs> so, Daniel, what would you like to do? Well, I'd like to say, uh, I turn to my friends and I say, oh, is my friend Richard okay over there? Did you guys get him? I need to know about this before we take on Dickface. All right. Uh, Richard. Daniel, give me a, uh, give me a medicine check. That's going to be uh, your D20, and you are going to add... Uh, that's you're gonna you've got a one in medicine, so you're gonna roll a d20. You're gonna add one to it. Is he for real rolling to check if this severed arm and torso is good? Yeah, he's dead ass yep. going. Oh my god, is he okay? Yes. <laughs> Listen, Gareth, this is the bit. Let's just go with this it. This is the bit. I roll. I roll ten. All right. Hey, Daniel. 
It's not gonna make it. He's doing pretty well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank God. All I'm things considered. My yeah, all things considered, he looks great. Oh, God. Okay. Hey, hey, Arnold. Should we go and fight this thing? What, what is going on? I just want to make sure I help out. I got to protect my friend Richard over there. You stay with your friend. I'm going to see what's going on over here. <laughs> through, through the intercom, you hear, actually, Richard is down here and he's doing fine. <laughs> what the fuck's going on in this ship? <laughs> well, well, okay. What right. did you pack no, this job I'm with? <laughs> I bet you all do. You guys know about the secret vault though, right? Because I know where the secret vault is. Uh, Wait. Th this gentleman has. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry, Lady Meliora. Is this gentleman with you? No. I I am just as confused as you. And also, if you know how to take down a zombie, because I'm really done with this this Russian here. Um, Davil Starsong is a real country in this campaign. Fantasy Russia. Excuse me. Uh, Russia, if you will. Prussia. I was about as I was about to say just Prussia. <laughs> just another real country uh devil star song snaps a command at one of his crew members who swivels a uh sort of like railing mounted cannon around and beads in on this aqua zombie and touches the the flint to it while he pulls a hand crossbow out of his uh waistcoat and points it at daniel and shoots daniel to keep daniel from shooting his fucking mouth off about his vault Daniel, what's your AC? 13? That ain't good. Yeah, that for sure ain't gonna do it, bud. Oh, fuck. <laughs> All right. You're gonna take eight points of damage as a crossbow bolt buries itself in the side of your neck. And... Survivable. You, you feel a hot wave of burning acid start eating its way into the muscles of your neck and throat. Oh, no! Why he can't go anywhere without us. Uh I send a message. I cast message to Daniel as he's hurt, but it's since it's in his head, it shouldn't be affected by his, you know, throat muscles and such. Mm -hmm. And I'm just gonna say, um, I'm gonna help you. Don't worry. But uh, we tell tell me where that vault is, just so we know before they do anything else. And you don't have to say it out loud. Uh, tell us before God ends this episode. We have to waste time next episode. Yeah, pretty much. Is that your inner monologue? Is that what you're thinking? Very much so panicky. <laughs> I'm, I'm fucking panicking. I've got a fucking arrow on my leg. Oh my. That's, that's what Daniel's leg? thoughts leg? like. Did you say right? leg? You started with leg and then switched to neck halfway through the word. I don't want to fucking pain here. His head got a fucking arrow in my leg. leg. Of course I neck. fucked it up. <laughs> Save me. Save me, and I'll tell you where the fucking vault is. I didn't think it was that big of a deal. Goddamn. Okay. Right. Uh, well, that's you, bud. Okay. Uh, can I? Let me see. So he was, I'm sorry, he was shot by a mer person, right? Like he no, was he was shot, shot by, by Davil Starsong. By Davil Starsong himself? Oh, oh yeah. okay, okay. I misunderstood that. Um. Okay, so I'm going to say, I'm going to step between them, like, Actually, how big? I know he's a little guy, right? He's a little, little wee guy, right? Like, can Daniel? I? Lift? Yeah. Three foot oh, two, Daniel's, 40, 46 yeah. pounds. Daniel's a tiny guy. He's a tiny guy. Pounds. Okay. Um, I start I, curling Daniel. Yeah, that's a, that's, a, <laughs> that's a little dude. Okay. You know what? A little guy. 
I'm going to step in front of them and, and just like say like, hey, this is my friend. Would you don't don't shoot my friend. What are you doing? And I'm going to kind of look at Mel and be like, is your date shooting our friend? Uh, to be fair, I didn't Not know fair. he shoot him just because he's not with us doesn't mean i don't know him that was a bit of an overreaction don't you think captain i think a first date without bloodshed is boring while this is happening sean turns to dina and is like a little turned on i'm not gonna lie yeah no it's hot i hate to say it's pretty fucking hot sean they're all very toxic people sean turns to dina and says where's daniel (laughs) all very toxic i'm sorry i that was the coldest the coldest burn. Just like Anthony's quietly like, you're all very toxic individuals. I just... <laughs> um, okay, so Sean, you asked Dina, where's Daniel? Yeah. Um, In your character I realize that we need to go. Yeah, please, please Southern Bell this. Last I saw, he was escaping out of the Apple's asshole. <laughs> <laughs> all been there. Yeah, dollar, oh. you know what I mean? it's almost it's almost as if Sean can sense that Daniel's in danger, even mm-hmm. though he can't see him or doesn't know. Does he have he a is. Sean tingle? Yeah, he has. He has a boy. He has a, a Daniel tingle. Sean, where does I've it tingle? Sean tingle. Where does it right, tingle, Sean? On 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 the tooth. <laughs> right on, right on that tooth. Okay. Uh, so what do you what do you do about your tingle? I mean the um, same thing with how. How far away are we to the to the end of the chain to get onto the boat? Like, where did it stop? You're probably like ten feet underneath the ship proper. Ten feet. That's it. Yeah. Wait. Am I still? Am I still trying to seduce? Sorry. Am I still <laughs> yes, trying to more. seduce that uh, aqua? Yeah. Is he still cutting a hole in the window? Or? <laughs> he is still cutting. <laughs> he's that still for me. Cutting a hole in the window. Um, he stopped for a second while Dina tried to seduce him the first time. Um. And then is there anything Sean can do to kind of figure out why the why the bell stopped moving? Like, is there a mechanical failure somewhere or something? There Uh, is a uh, emergency hatch with like sort of like warning paraphernalia on it that you can crack open and start tinkering with. So to be clear, the bell, that part of the bell is out of the water. That, no, it's inside. It's it's on the inside of the of the. It's hatch. on the inside. It's, like, of, a, it's so... like a breaker box that you can crack open, and there's a series of gears, and you can actually see the the mechanics of this chain that have been clogged up. And actually, as you're looking at it, you see that one of the links of the chain has an uh, a rusty iron rod sheared through the middle, and it is gumming up the mechanics of this mechanism. So Sean would immediately rip out the iron rod to try to free up the mechanism. Okay. Give me a strength check. Redeem, just, just like come on. new D twenty, new D twenty. You're a gorilla, man. I thought for sure you'd have the first one. <laughs> it's nineteen. Okay, yeah, there it is. Snap there the is. iron rod in half and huck it across this bell, and uh, this aqua zombie's hand slips on this piece of tin as your bell like shoots up into the bowels of the ship, and he is pushed away almost like he's hit an invisible barrier on the bottom of the ship he's pushed away from you and you are sucked up inside the eye catcher and then there's like a reverberating slam as a door or or a hatch or something uh shuts underneath you i can i can i try something kind of funky do it is there a skylight directly above where we are coming up from the hull 
all you can see is this window set into the door, so you wouldn't know. I disagree because you said earlier that we could see natural light coming in through skylights. So we should be able to tell if there's one directly above us. You are in, tell you what, you, let's say you're in the section of deck that has skylights in it. Okay, because what I'm going to try to do is I'm, I want to use the momentum of the bell coming up to jump through the skylight rather than having to go find the stairs or some bullshit. All right. And then what? Let's, let's assume that works. What's your plan? Um, depending on where I come out, I would get my knife from Arnold and then start attacking Eugene because I fucking hate that guy. All right. Roll me. Let's, let's call it acrobatics. Okay. And then, so roll me up the acrobatics and then I'll, and then I'll tell you what happens. I'll, I'll set the scene. I got a, holy shit, a dirty 20, 17 plus three. Wait, can I? I... Yes, Arnold, please. Can can I? Because we're not actually in battle, right? Like, are we actually in combat right now? No, I would say no, not yet. Okay, can I say, like, as as I'm looking around, do I see, um, do I see Gareth and, like, what he's trying to do? Or, like, do I see him at all? No, because he's, he's him. underneath the deck. Like it, you would be hard That's pressed fair. to catch a glimpse. That's fair, but I will. I will say, um, I did. I did just tell or you know talk to Daniel or, or yeah Daniel, and I yeah. said I would I would help him. So I turned yeah. and talked you know talked to him. I'm gonna like I want to use my turn and try to do it like at the same time as Gareth, whatever he's doing. I want to take his dagger and try to stab Erstel with his dagger. Is what I want to try. Oh to yeah. Do. Because it's okay. already in, it's already in my hand. Is I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. All right. Cool. Arnold, roll me an attack with advantage. You got it. I believe in you. Oh, me too. All right. I got a 12. Hope, yeah, hope the next one's better than that. It is. Mm. It's a lot better. Oh, thank God. 22. 22. Oh, yeah. All right. Hell yeah. Gareth. That's me. You get about, I think you burst out of the door of this bell and you get a leg onto this horizontal wheel that's set into the deck, launching yourself up through one of these skylights and you hear a high pitch, what the fuck? (laughs) As you feel yourself mid-jump, step into the space between planes. The world goes gray and black for a second as you teleport to the handle of your knife and you suddenly are standing shoulder to shoulder with your best friend, Arnold Stevelson, as the two of you stab the aqua zombie Erstel Floxen. Yeah. You have Can we one, oppor- one opportunity, Gareth, to say something cool before I finish this episode. What do you say to Erstel Floxen as you and your best friend stab him in the gut with your knife? Fuck you, dick mouth. <laughs> Sean, Dina, and Daniel, thank Perfect. you so much for coming on to our show. It was an absolute delight having you. Really quick, can you shout out each of your individual handles and where our delightful audience can find your show? Daniel? Who is that? Fuck. Who was that what person the there fuck? the entire time? That's Dude, crazy. What the, what the fuck happened to Daniel? <laughs> you guys thought I was a gnome, bitches. Uh, hey, guys, I'm Daniel Quigley. Uh, I'm the author of the novel Thunderstruck that's available Woo-woo! now everywhere. Um, 
it's it's an okay book. It's it's okay. Don't worry about it. My mom likes it. Uh, but you can find me on Twitter at oh look at you. Yes, Anthony. Oh, wait, no, mine's oh, under my light. Beautiful. Uh, and um you can find me on Twitter at Dan Q writes thing. That's Dan Q writes thing singular. And if you like all of our ridiculous garbage, go find us on the Don't Make a Weird Podcast where we also get absolutely nothing accomplished. What do you mean also? We got a lot done today, buddy. Yeah, this was actually a relatively successful. Pretty productive. <laughs> pretty productive for us. We shot someone in the dick mouth or whatever. Like that was great. Yeah, there's a lot of dick mouths. Dina, <laughs> where, can the, where can the folks find you? You can find me on Twitter at Dinosaurus D. That's D like these nuts. Dina has also written a book that Anthony's holding up. It's called Nothing Special. Dina, where can the folks find Nothing Special? The lawns. You can find Nothing Special anywhere. You can buy books. Barnes and Noble, Amazon, wherever you want. I don't. And producer Sean, where can the folks find you? You can find me on x.com at Uh Producer Sean, what are you having for dinner today, my friend? What am I having for dinner? I have, oh, I made a white lasagna and I'm eating the leftovers. Why did you specify? Is it important to the story? <laughs> <laughs>